there, fictional friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And it is the last week of September. Actually, this episode, I, I love that I just thought about this when I hit record. Um, this episode drops on September 30th, which is Truth and Reconciliation Day over yep. in our neck of the woods, actually. Mm. So that's when you'll be listening to it if you listen to it the day it drops. This is what's going on in Canada right now. Yep. So uh, if you are listening to us, we encourage you to, you know, take a moment, take a little bit of time today uh, in the spirit of truth and reconciliation uh, with uh, indigenous peoples across Canada, uh, the nations within our nation to, um, you know, read a book, watch a movie, watch a TV show, uh, listen to some music, you know, just kind of learn a bit more about why we have this day and um, the history of the indigenous peoples of Canada and, you know, whether it's their wonderful culture or their art or what they bring, yeah. you know, or what they have in our country and what we can owe to them uh, as part of our Canadian culture, mm-hmm. uh, or even to educate yourself on uh, how we have wronged them mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, generations and generations. Uh, it's hard, hard to learn about uh, what was done to the Indigenous peoples in Canada, but uh yeah, take a moment, learn about residential schools. It's hard, but we owe it to our history. To do so. No, it's true. Um, I'll stick a couple of uh, reference points, mm-hmm. I think, in the notes, just in case anybody's questioning what it is that we're talking about if you're not Canadian or if you have no idea what it is that we're talking about at all. Um, I'll stick a couple of links to some decent references in the show notes for you guys to go and take a look at if ever you're interested and you'd like to educate yourself a little bit more on that front. Um, since it's the end of the month, we had like an extra week this month. Um, I think we, you know, I think we were trying, we were trying to probably like pinpoint something a little bit more specific to talk about. And then I think a lot came up when we were chatting just about like, how's my like year in reading going Mm. in general and kind of like what's happening with it. What have, what do I like? What do I not like? What have I, what am I looking forward to potentially like all that kind of stuff. And we were just sort of talking about that. So we thought that today, just for funsies, we would just have an episode where we kind of chat about that a little bit, how our year is going, how things are, you know, have been shaping up, what we think will, you know, be happening for the rest of our year in terms of kind of like books and adaptations Mm -hmm. and what, you know, we're doing, what we want to do, what we're looking forward to, what we're not looking forward to, all that kind of stuff. Um, So... I think that a good way to kick it off potentially would be to, you know, usually in these kinds of episodes, when we do something like this, sort of what we would kick things off with would be like, you know, sort of what's on our nightstand, what are we reading right now? But I think that it would be a good, I guess a good starting point for us would be a discussion that you and I have had in the last couple of weeks about sort of like your issues with that kind of thing this year so far. Yeah, I've been having, um, you know, you were saying that you've had a really good year of reading in 2023 so far. Yeah. Um, I would say that I almost, I I think I started off okay for 2023. And then I think I've just been going through the biggest book hangover I have ever experienced. (laughs) Um, And like, I keep trying to read more books. And I think you'll, if you listen regularly you'll hear me I will have said you know I tried to read this one I'm trying to get through this one I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying 
I don't think I've been able to finish a book since April. Wow. And that was when I read um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, I was... Uh, yeah, the I, whole series. I read the whole series. Yeah. Um, I was actually in bed with COVID. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I read the entire series in like a two-week period. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I can't read quickly. Oh, like, God, I, no. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with nothing that. Nothing to do with that, you know. And, um, and, you know, I read the entire series and I was so enamored with it. And I just thought that the writing style was so good and the story was so good and the characters were so good. And, you know, obviously we hear a lot about like it being like spicy fantasy, which is kind of an added bonus, I guess. It's also its own fucking subgenre at this point. Yeah. And, uh, I would say that like, I just, I don't know how to get out of the rut. Like I, the only thing I can think of at this point is I might need to try and read the other series by Sarah Moss, um, which is Crescent City. Yes, yeah. Uh, oh, right, because you've read her Throne of Glass, right? I have read Throne of Glass. Maybe I should try and reread Throne of Glass because I read that like a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I remember like overall what it's about, but I couldn't tell you like exactly what happened in every book because there is quite a few books in the series. Um, so, you know, maybe I need to just kind of go back to that and try and get back into that or just read Crescent City. Uh, she does have the third book of Crescent City coming out in, I want to say January of 2024. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'd be like in good timing if I read that ahead of the January release. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just been, it's been really odd because like I said to you in 2022, I had a really good reading year. And it was, you know, kind of this, I think we've talked about it on previous episodes where I, you know, when I'm in school, like I really struggle to like read for fun. Of course, yeah. Uh, You get really distracted with other things. And so 2022 was like the first year in a very long time that I had the the time and the freedom to read a lot. Mm -hmm. And I just read kind of everything and anything that was coming across. I mean, I really liked it for you because I really like to see you reading for pleasure again for a change because prior to that for like a good couple of years I couldn't remember the last time that you would just start telling me about a book that you were reading like for fun like nothing nothing for school or anything like just for the hell of it like you were reading something I I couldn't remember the last time I'd gotten a text from you or that we'd been hanging out and that's it you had told me like oh my god like I've been reading this and I'm obsessed with it or I just read this one and I hated it like whatever it was you had no opinions about anything because you just weren't I hadn't read anything and so 2022 was so great because Mm -hmm. that was when I like discovered all these lists of book talk and like social media and like yeah I was reading a lot of these like rom-com things yeah yeah. you know that kind of thing but it was just really nice and then I like I've hit a wall since I've read this series and Mm -hmm. I'm like god damn it it was just too good so now I need to find something else I do have um one the first book of from blood and ash which is supposedly very similar to uh, a court of thorns and roses like style someone else on the internet will have to answer that for you I don't know <laughs> yeah um so I'm kind of I got that one and uh maybe I'll try and read that series and see if it kind of gets me back into things kicks you into gear yeah. a little bit for it that does make sense mm-hmm. um yeah I think that it's I think it's a good th- I think it's a positive okay I don't think it's a positive thing that you're experiencing this but uh-huh. caveat <laughs> I think that it's a positive thing when this is happening sometimes for people and I do see some creative online on Instagram or TikTok or whatever who do actually talk about this, but it's not the majority. And I think that it's nice sometimes to have people say that they're either experiencing 
um, some sort of book hangover mm. or some sort of just lull yeah. in their period of reading. Because I find that unfortunately social media, while it has like a lot of really great aspects to it as far as the book sphere of things, not regular social media, mm. get me out of that. But, um, you know, <laughs> like the book sphere of things because of all of the communication that happens regarding recommendations and things like that. Mm. It can be so fun because it's, it's such a world of discovery for you yeah. where you can open TikTok on any given day and get like four or five new recommendations of things that you can look into and then decide whether or not you'd like to read them. And that's so wonderful. It's yeah. so fun. Uh, but I think that there's... Unfortunately, as along with all of those positives, there is an aspect of competition that is mm. automatically created by people who have accounts and are regularly documenting. And it might not even be done. It's not, I'm not saying that it's necessarily done in a negative way or with like a mean competitive streak. Yeah. However, for people, for instance, who are experiencing a lull in the period of time that they're, you know, reading or they're picking up a lot of new stuff or they're really enjoying the book that they're reading for people who are experiencing like you know like sort of like some slightly more negative I guess mm. aspects of things that way it can be really difficult to grab your phone open any kind of app and then have you know 40 other people be like oh here's my wrap-up for this month I read 35 books and you're like okay I'm just I'm get get me the fuck off of here yeah. like I just want to shoot myself now it's so tough you know you feel like like it's kind of like it's reading is a hobby like it's for pleasure right yes and like, any other hobby you know if it, if it then turns into like work or something that's stressing you out you know like oh I didn't ma- meet my 125 book reading challenge this year it's like so yeah. what? And like, we've, reading, yeah, like we've you know? talked about this before. I, so like I had said, like, you know, in previous years, I'd set myself like a reading goal, for instance. And a couple of years ago, I stopped doing that because yeah. I was like, why am I like, why am I backing myself into some sort of corner where I feel that I have to get through this yeah. many books? You know, it's just not, I don't want reading to feel like a chore that way where I'm forcing myself to do it. You know, if I'm mm-hmm. reading a whole bunch, great. And if I'm going through a period of time where I'm not reading as much, that's also fine. It's okay. Look, I like in contrast to that, I find that 2023 is turning out to be an incredible year mm. for reading for me. Mm-hmm. Just because that just happens to be that the way the cookie has crumbled in general. You know, 2022, really a very mediocre reading year for me. I barely had any four four or five star reads. Really, the majority of stuff that I was reading wasn't like incredibly interesting to me. Um, And I think, I'm trying to remember because it was at the beginning of of last year. But I think like basically January through March of 2022, I basically didn't read anything at all. Yep. I had had this whole period of time where I was like, I had no motivation whatsoever. I hadn't picked something up that had really given me like that kick of stuff that I really wanted to read. So I hadn't read anything at all. I like didn't read a book for at least like two and a half months. Yeah. Um, until like that's it. I kind of picked it up again. And again, for the rest of the year, there were definitely periods where I would lull for a little while because there were like a good number of books that I was picking up because I was like oh this is supposed to be really good or this sounds really interesting you know I'd pick it up and I'd be like okay well that was like a three-star read for me so I wasn't all that enamored with it which is fine it's fine but then you kind of go through where you're like wow nothing's really interesting me and that's how I feel (coughs) my god that's how I feel this year you know it's like nothing is really holding my attention like yeah okay 
a two star read or a three star read or something and you just kind of feel meh about the whole thing and then it's not very yeah. motivating to pick up another book so I totally understand how you feel yeah it can be you know it can be difficult and that's it it's just that is the way that things have happened this year it has fallen that 2023 in contrast to that I've been pretty much steadily reading for almost the entire year yeah. particularly I'd say in the last like three to four months. Yeah, you've been reading a lot. Oof, man, since the spring hit, I have been on a kick. I think yeah. I think I did a vague calculation the other day. And for me, who's somebody who like, you know, there can be a year where I read a lot and there can be a year where I read like 30 books for the entire mm-hmm. year. Like it depends. I think I'm, I think I'm at like 80. Yeah. Which is like a well, decent amount for me. Every time I talk to you, you're like, oh yeah, I read this book last week and I yeah. read this book last week. Yeah. And sometimes like, I'm just sending you pictures. Like I just started this and I really like it. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, sometimes they're short and they're kind of novellas and stuff, but like the whole point is, are you enjoying it? And like, yep. you know, like we have a podcast about reading books and because for, we like to read we like books. It. But I think, you know, to the point of not kind of pressuring each other or shaming no. each other or just being like, oh, like again, you have nothing on your nightstand or again, you're not there reading anything. There should never be like, any kind of, there should never be any kind of stigma attached to it's taking me a long time to get through this book or I'm just not reading anything right now there shouldn't be any any stigma in that and it shouldn't be because one of us is reading something and the other one isn't that that's like a like a negative thing it doesn't it doesn't yeah no you can't do that to people sometimes you're just not in the mindset right like sometimes there's something going on that you just don't have the mental energy to and like I know that for me reading is an escape but sometimes I just don't have the energy to yeah, go through sometimes an escape after you know? like certain weeks of work and yeah. periods of time and or you know you can have personal things happening there can be a ton of reasons that Absolutely. you just don't have the bandwidth to really get into anything mm-hmm. that you're reading and it's that should never be a negative thing like yes there are connotations where like you're kind of like oh that's unfortunate like you know because yeah you can feel a bit negative about it for yourself and be like fuck I wish there was something that I could like yeah get into but it should never be like nobody should ever shame anyone else for that and I feel like no matter what corner of social media you're on you're always going to have that little just that little contingent of people who act very superior in that way where while the majority of creators are never doing anything with negative intention in terms of like posting their wrap-ups at the end of a month, posting their recommendations that they've recently read and there's like 10 or 12 of them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're not doing anything like they have no mal, like malice of forethought at all in Mm -hmm. that. That coupled with the people the few people who do exist who do do that with a lot of like negative intent of the sort of I'm better than everybody else because I've read this many books mm. or I've read this many of this genre, this I've many of that genre. All these classics. Yeah, that's it exactly. Okay. Then that creates a bit more of a negative sphere for people who, you know, then I think some people feel like they can't call themselves readers, which is like a really sad thing. Yeah, and I think um, the other thing that I'm working on that actually you've helped me with and that my husband helps me with, um, because I did like a degree in English literature, yeah. like, you kind of have no choice. Like you have a prescribed list and you have to finish the books, yes. you know? And so even though you hate it, like if you hate reading it, you have to force yourself you to get to, through it. You have to because you have to write something about it generally. You have to write something about it or you have an exam on it. Absolutely. And like it's so difficult to like force yourself to do that after yeah. a while um, that... I have a tendency to try and force myself to read a book, you know? So if I start reading it and I don't find myself really enjoying it, 
I then tend to get stuck on it yeah. and refuse to put it aside until I finish it. But then all that happens is I end up not reading for a while because yeah, because you're I like this is the only like, book I need yeah, to get through. This I need to get book. through it. And like you and my husband have been like. If you don't like it, don't just fucking finish don't it. Don't read it. DNF like, that yeah, shit. It's don't like, feel that. You know, no, if you don't do like not, it, don't read it. Absolutely not. Do not do that to yourself. And I know that, again, that's it. I think online we create this culture of like, well, how many books have you finished reading yeah. kind of thing? So it creates this sort of like, this feeling of guilt almost when you're like, I don't think I want to finish reading this yeah. book or I've, I've seen this recommended by so many people and I'm not enjoying it. And I just, so I feel it, but I feel like it must be because of me. It must be my fault. Yeah. So I should finish reading it. Absolutely not. Right. If you don't enjoy something, everything is subjective. Art is completely subjective. Mm. And so based on that, there will just be certain stories that you don't like. That does not mean that you are like an idiot of any kind that doesn't mean that you're like a shitty reader or and it doesn't sting it or no and just because you're you not enjoying it it doesn't mean that that author is a bad author no. either no to your point it's very subjective absolutely so and because like that's it it's such a personal choice like what you enjoy reading I might not enjoy reading in fact that happens very often yeah and vice versa True. so you know it's just that's cool it's fine yeah. it doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're reading something and you're enjoying it then you're going to enjoy it and you're going to read the whole book exactly Exactly. And if you're not, you don't have to feel like you need to finish it just because. Put it aside, yep. start something else. And that's what, like, I think that's like my challenge for the rest of the year yep. is I'm going to do that is if I am not enjoying something, just put it aside, start something else. That's you know? a good idea. Um, keeping in the vein of like, I guess, like the year and how we're feeling and stuff, obviously. So, you know, like that's it. Like, you know, you've obviously, unfortunately, that's it. You've had like a little bit of a struggle because of this, but in that same kind of vein is are there any books that you'd maybe like to get to before the end of the year like do you have any like kind of specifics that you might want to do or mm. you're still kind of interested in not in any pressure sort of way of like no, oh no. no it has to happen or you've ruined your year but like are there any ones that you're like interested in getting through in the rest of the year yeah so I think um I, like I mentioned I would really like to get started at least on the Crescent City books by Sarah Moss because oh, they're the quite new big one, aren't they they are like I'm looking at them right now I do <laughs> It's funny because, um, side story here, when I was about to start the A Court of Thorns and Roses, I know for a fact that I have A Court of Thorns and Roses right. somewhere right. in this house. <laughs> I don't know where it is, though. You have a black hole in your house somewhere. There Clothing is. goes missing, books go books missing. Go missing. <laughs> like, I hope my original copy of Twilight is happy wherever it is. But, yeah. like, <laughs> but, like... I was sure I had it, and I know I have it, yeah. and I couldn't find it. Yeah. So I then went, and I, I didn't rebuy the first one. I, I Like, I got it on my Kindle, but then I wanted the hard copy of all the other ones, so I bought those. Of course. And then when I went to go put them on my shelf, I knew that I had the first Crescent City novel. Right. I didn't realize I had the two of them, Yeah, though. the second one. So I went one. to my shelf, and I'm like, wow, I have two of them? Anyway, so all that to say, they are quite beefy. Yes, uh, So if I get into those, like, that should keep me occupado for a bit. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And then there's two others that I bought. Um, one of them is called The Housekeepers. Um, it's like an elaborate heist book, um, kind of Downton Abbey style, where apparently like oh. the um, like the the service staff yeah. who work like in the basement of the house. Yeah, it's like an upstairs downstairs. Yeah, like situation. an upstairs, like upstairs yeah. downstairs. You guys, but that was like a really old like British old. series yeah. from I don't know maybe like the 60s or 70s <laughs> oh, yeah. or something. 60s, I think. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so there's like an elaborate heist that gets planned by the housekeepers uh, to like steal oh, fun. Uh, from the wealthy people in the house. So I kind of wanted to read that. Oh, that's fun. And then the other one is like some sort of um, like school for girls. I think I've mentioned it on a couple of episodes. Oh, I still haven't okay. picked it up. Um, so, so those are kind of on okay. my list, you know. There you go. Yeah, what about you? Um, okay, so at the moment, I'm what, like about, I'm about, I want to say, I guess half, yeah, I guess halfway through, halfway through Assistant to the Villain uh, by Hannah Nicole Marer, which like at the time that we're recording this has pretty recently been released. It's like a much um, newer one. I know it, I think it gained like a good amount of steam on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that as well. Um, it's, it's very fun. It's super fun so far. Uh, you know, like medieval set fantasy romance, basically. Not your typical one. No, no. It's not like my like usual, but it sounded so like quirky and kind of fun. It's like, I think it's a series that she'd started writing and it went viral on TikTok and they gave her like a book deal basically. So, um, anyways, about like a, there's basically this guy, this man in, this kingdom that they just called the villain. No one really knows who he is or what his name is or anything. And the lead, she winds up, she needs a job. She stumbles into the woods one day and runs into him and he winds up giving her a job. Oh. Um, but it's like, you know, like a whole quirky cast of characters and stuff. And then just them, like both of them completely ignoring their feelings for one another, but oh. in like a fun, cute, like it's basically like if you took a rom-com and you were like, let's make it into a little fantasy thing. Yeah. Oh, we like those. Um, it's very, it's very fun. It's like a really like fun read. I think it's, I think that she has like a couple, I think it might wind up being like a duology or a trilogy or mm. something. So I'll, um, based on everything I've read so far, I'm probably, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll pick up the second one. It sounds mm. fun. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I have gotten through recently, a f- like a few of like the sort of TBR that I had that I was like shit okay I'd really like to read this before the mm. end of the year um what did I read a little while ago I read um do 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 uh, I read Golden the Golden Spoon recently, which is kind of a la cozy mystery. It's um, sort of like a mystery take on like a, a, a competition show a la Great British Bake Off oh, yeah. kind of style. Oh yeah, I think you told me about yeah. this one. It's all right. Yeah. And that it was a little bland personally. Yeah. I think I was expecting it to be like I guess a little bit um, more involved than it was. It was okay. It was fine. That mm-hmm. was okay. Um, but I did recently read a couple of. Uh, random ones. I mean, I'm trying to get into like the fall feels of it all as mm-hmm. well, which I've kind of started doing too. So I read, um, oh, what's it called? It's the, <laughs> it's like pumpkin spice cafe, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I read, uh, the pumpkin spice cafe, which is the first in the dream Harbor series. It was just published at the end of August okay. of 2023. So I grabbed that one. Very, romance um small town girl who's running like you know newly running like a little cafe for Mm. her aunt kind of thing fall set um written by an author named Lori gilmore which i'm like and if that's not a pen name you are the luck Lori gilmore i'm like if you are not if that's not a pen name that is incredibly lucky and this is exactly what you should be doing for a living so anyway (laughs) so read that one very cute Mm -hmm. like you know like cute fun easy um and also uh, recently finished before I started assistant to the villain recently finished in the company of witches, mm. uh, which is the first of the, what is it? Evan fall, which is B and B 
mysteries. <laughs> you are so into the cozies. I'm having you? a moment. I'm having a whole like month <laughs> of it. This started like in early August or like end of July. Pretty like, much. This is how you summon cold weather, I think. Uh, <laughs> if only that had happened the moment that I picked one up, that would have been incredible. Um, and the company of witches is fucking adorable. Basically, I think that it's, I think it's been popping off online a little bit. So I'm sure a lot of people kind of know about it at this point, but basically if you took Gilmore Girls, Practical Magic, and a little bit of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and oh, wow. made it into a mystery. Okay, I kind of want to read this. That's now. like, that's what I it is. I need to read this. I know that there have been two books so far. I picked up the um, sequel recently called, what is it, When the Crow's Away, I believe. Um, and I did see recently, unfortunately, that uh, Arlie Wallace, the author, she had posted online, I'm so disappointed by this, that apparently Berkeley Books is moving away from like the mass market mysteries. So right now they have no home for any other potential sequels down the road. I was very irritated by that. I'm hoping that she's able to do something like you know crowdsource do something yeah. self-publish potentially like do like do whatever else or hopefully like another publisher is able to pick them up uh to eventually continue because my understanding is that the second book ends on a cliffhanger and mm. she she apologized she was like I never would have done that if I had known yeah. that I wouldn't have you know a well, guaranteed sequel publisher? someone else pick up potentially somebody book. somebody pick them up they're so good <laughs> they're so good guys they're so Gosh. adorable I fucking love them so much uh, so that's what I'm in the middle of. Those are all kind of all the things that I'm in the middle of, I guess, right now. Um, as far as anything else is concerned, I mean, like, I could go on for 17 days as to, like, what the rest of my TBR would look like for the rest of the year. But we all know that I'm very much a mood reader. <laughs> so it's all going to shift back and forth, I'm sure. A lot sure. of it is based on the weather. Oh, my God, so much. <laughs> um, I know that after I'm finished Assistant to the Villain, I'm going to start The Quiet Tenant uh, by, what is it, Clémence Miquelion. I think she's French. I checked. Mm. So maybe I'm mispronouncing that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, which is a newer thriller that I think was published in June of this year that I've been hearing a lot of really good things about from, um, the reading community online about a serial killer mm. told, but really like what's going on with him, but told from the perspective of other people in his life, his 13 year old daughter, his girlfriend, and the woman who he's had captive for five years. Oh my God. Um, it's apparently it is like very tense and stuff Sounds like, like very much like a very tense like thriller and I'm like oh, okay that's, <laughs> you're like I am here for I this. am here for that that's next on my list so that I'm really looking forward to getting into and I also would really like to get to the Vampires of El Norte by Isabel Kenyas mm-hmm. uh, which is a newer kind of I guess like sort of gothic-ish um, thriller about uh, basically that's it about like vampires at like um, and it takes place near like the Texas Mexico border mm-hmm. so it'll have really interesting I get the feeling yeah, really interesting characters and stuff tension and stuff probably. a lot of that yeah so I know that um, well Isabel Canyas uh, had published her other book which I also haven't read yet called The Hacienda last year which mm-hmm. I know more of like a haunted house story which I know did very well and a lot of people she was very very highly praised for that so this is her second and I'm very much looking forward to that one so I'd really like to get to that soon mm-hmm. I'm hoping to be able to do that soon and if not just like a whole huge list of like other stuff that's coming out. Um, what is it? I think it's the, what's the newer one that's coming out that's like basically a follow-up. There's one that's coming out that's basically a follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House. It's like house, The Haunting of the House on the Hill or something. Wait, 
will confirm. Okay, yes, yeah, sorry. A Haunting on the Hill by Elizabeth Hand, which is, I believe, not out yet, but it's being released October 3rd. Uh, that I'm really looking forward to. I think it's, I, my understanding is that it's the first authorized novel that's ever been able to return to the universe of The Haunting of Hill House, like Shirley Jackson's Haunting of Hill House. Um, so that was at the top of my list because I was like, yes, I like, I really like The Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. I love Shirley Jackson's sort of writing in general. It's very, very uh, spooky in a very existential sort of right. way that you really... I do love that about Shirley Jackson. I love the... Yeah. I love that um, beneath the scares and the haunting aspects of things, there's such a question of morality and yeah. the choices that we make as human beings. Yeah. There's just something... There's something very much to me that speaks to a woman writing and a story. And family ties yes. as well. And like responsibility she does have some stories that aren't um, obviously spooky. Yeah. But they are when you really think about them. Yes. You know? They don't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't classify them as horror yeah. per se. But if you read a short story like The Lottery mm. um, and you realize kind of like what's happening, you're like, no, everything she writes is, yeah. is horror. Or Louisa, please come home. Yes, you know? exactly. That, you don't necessarily think about story. it. That's a scary story, Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, I think those are probably, I guess, like, at the top of things, but honestly, I've got, like, you know, probably 25 other ones. We'll see what I get to. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see what's going on. And on top of that, you know, before, honestly, before the year comes to a close, we do have, like, a good amount of, um, adaptations that are still being released and stuff like that. Oh, boy. Get Uh, ready. Get ready, you guys. By the time, chances are, actually, by the time you guys are hearing this episode, there will be a bonus full-length episode about the last movie in the After series called After Everything. Which I have read, actually. Oh so I God. will be able there to, provide to provide some insight. context about that. So Megan and I are planning on spending real money to go to the movie theater and watch this, and movie. Watch this movie. This is going to be the first time ever. All the other After movies that we've watched have been on streaming services. So we've never actually paid. For, I mean, I guess we have indirectly because we have these streaming services. Right. But we've never actually paid to to go to a movie theater, buy popcorn, and watch these movies. Yes. I've never done it before. Part of me thinks I should get drunk before we go. Oh, maybe we should do that. That's probably a good yeah. idea. We should do that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to have a full-length episode definitely coming out about that for sure and I'll drop some information like when that's available if I can like maybe before at the end of this episode just to let you guys know kind of where you can listen to it and everything um but yeah there are definitely some interesting adaptations dropping before the end of the year as far as I'm aware there's a couple that are that have have dropped and will be dropping throughout the month of September and October uh Victor Lavallee's very popular novel The Changeling has an adaptation that's dropping I believe on Apple TV oh wow um, which will already be out by the time you guys are hearing this. It will have started on September 8th. And don't forget the one that we can't wait for, Miss Poe. Yeah, oh my god, okay. That's in October, and I'm really looking forward to that too. Yeah, there will be the Fall of the House of Usher. They've released an official poster. I'm really waiting for like a teaser trailer or something to drop mm. for that, which they haven't yet, but hopefully it'll get there soon. Apple TV also has The Other Black Girl uh, by Zakia, what is it, Dalila Harris, which is also, which also you will have, yeah, you'll know by now, will have premiered on Hulu September 13th as well. That's something that I'm also looking forward to seeing before the end of the year as well. It's an interesting thriller. Very, it's got get out vibes. 
is all I can oh, say cool. about it. So uh, what else is coming out? Uh, let's see. What else is coming out, has come out or will be coming out this month? Uh, Haunting in Venice. So the latest Poirot. Oh, yeah. Uh, is on drops has dropped on September fifteenth. By the time you guys are hearing mm. this, so that's happening. Definitely, I don't. I'm surprised when I saw the first trailer for this. I was like, okay, they went in a totally different direction. Yeah, they did. They went quite spooky. They did it. as well. Yeah. Like a very very gothic looking yeah. sensibility to it. So who knows? I'm curious to see it. I'd be curious to see how it goes. Um, I'm definitely. I need to get to this book before we go fucking see this movie because I'd also October twentieth, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon oh, will be yeah, coming that out. Looks really good. Uh, then latest Scorsese DiCaprio adaptation, which looks fantastic. Which I'm also really looking forward to as well. And I have a copy of that book and will definitely be reading it prior to the okay. release of the film. If you read it fast enough, then. Hunt it over here. Yeah, I'm going to, you know what, I think I'll do that and I'll kick it on over to you after, right after I'm finished with it so that we can both hopefully like have a good kind of overview of everything before we go. Uh, Really looking forward to that. That looks interesting. Obviously, um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Robert De Niro, Brendan Fraser is in it. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe that the lead character, her name is Lily Gladstone. Mm -hmm. She's a First Nations actress um, because this is very heavily based in a story about First Nations people. Mm. So representation makes sense. It's important. Yes, it is. Um, So yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. I think that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot coming out. I think there's a lot that we're going to be able to to talk about before the end of the year, which is going to be kind of cool. So I'm looking forward to being able to kind of like delve into the rest of everything. And hey, if any of you have any, uh, you know, preferences of what you'd like us to be talking about of these adaptations coming up, please give us a holler because we are happy to take A hundred percent. I would be, yeah, if anybody has any adaptations that we'll be dropping that you guys are super interested in or that you think that we should be watching and we should be talking about, um, definitely, you know, hit us up and let us know about that. And you can do that over on Instagram, threads, TikTok, all at Fully Booked CA. Just search Fully Booked CA and you'll find us. You can also check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. Um, and we'll be at you guys next week. It'll be the first week of October. We'll have a whole new spooky theme Ooh, for the spooky. spooky season. So just get ready for that. But until then, guys, keep on reading. Thanks, everyone.